The good news of Jesus Christ is a message of holy love, mercy, and justice, amazing grace. We know true justice when we come to Jesus. We pursue true justice when we follow Jesus. We understand real justice when we know Jesus and see the world through the lens of his word. Jesus is the model and means for pursuing justice today. Welcome to the Christ Our Constant podcast with Village Christian Spiritual Life Director Paul Pitts III. This podcast is Village Christian School declaring on Christ the solid rock we stand, all other ground is sinking sand. This is the foundational heartbeat built upon the solid rock of Christ Jesus and His gospel. And now, PP3. The Word of God in Micah chapter 6, verse 8. He has told you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justice, and to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. This is the word of the living God. And the internet tells me that Generation Z, the generation of our students, loves pursuing justice. Things like human rights, advocacy for mental health, and so on. But this isn't just Generation Z. Every toddler loves justice. One of the first appeals of children's anger is what? That's not fair, which is a claim for justice. This love of justice is a good thing and appropriate since we were created by the God of justice. This longing for justice is fueled by the even deeper desire for human flourishing. But Proverbs 19.2 says to all of us, Desire without knowledge is not good. I fear that people today have desires for justice without a biblical understanding of justice, which could leave you not only on the wrong side of history, but eternity, and actually opposing the God of justice himself. In the last few years, you've seen injustice, marches for equality, you've lived through riots, fights against oppression, different movements, and plenty of justice hashtags. But I wonder if you know that the Christian church is the primary catalyst for so many efforts of justice in the world today and throughout history. Things like hospitals, orphanages, the care of widows, educational efforts, abolishing slavery, the civil rights movement, and some of the greatest compassion organizations against world hunger and care for the poor. You'd have to deny the facts of history to ignore that Christians have been some of the greatest advocates for justice in God's world. You may say you live in an unjust time, but Jesus, the Son of God, humbled himself and came into the world, living sinlessly for 33 years in a Roman empire where people abandoned unwanted babies to starve and die. Slavery was rampant. People were slaughtered for entertainment. Immorality was pervasive, and women were seen as bottom-class property who needed no education. But Jesus Christ, through his life, teachings, death, and resurrection, brought change to the world like no one else and transformed people from the inside out to live for the glory of God, the good of others, the gospel message, and the pursuit of biblical justice. My goal today in this podcast is not to bring up or solve every justice issue. 
but to help define biblical justice and help you see that Jesus is the foundational key for understanding and pursuing justice. God's word defines justice truly, and only through Jesus Christ can you comprehend justice fully. Justice becomes good news for you only when understood with faith in Christ Jesus. Moving forward, first we'll ask the question, what is justice? Then we'll explore how Jesus is the foundation for understanding and pursuing justice today. So what is justice? I'm confident you've heard the world's take. But the more important question is, what is justice biblically? Justice in the Bible is the execution of what is right and fair in God's eyes, the restoration of every violation of biblical love. Justice gives people what they deserve, whether protection or punishment. Justice is you receiving what is due to you as a human being made in the image of God. Justice brings about order, a rightful harmony and flourishing of the world. Biblical justice is treating others in all areas of life in a way that upholds God's standards of good and evil, what is right and fair. Justice is balanced scales morally and relationally, not prejudice, bias, or partial for certain outcomes. Justice is not only the punishment of wrongdoing, but also promoting what contributes to human harmony and flourishing. Pastor Jeremy Treat wisely wrote, murder is an injustice, but justice calls for acknowledging the dignity of every human life. You see, biblical justice reflects God's character over human philosophies and favoritism. Biblical justice is objective rather than subjective. Biblical justice is most concerned with the fact that all people are made in the image of God, Genesis 1.27. And biblical justice understands that all people are born lost in Adam, only to be redeemed through Christ. Biblical justice has synonyms with righteousness and goodness, which is why biblical justice does what is right and upholds what is right in God's eyes, condemning what God says is wrong and evil. Friends, God is righteous, God is good, and God is just. You can have no true understanding or foundation for justice if God is canceled out of the conversation. Christianity provides the true foundation for justice and basic human rights because Christianity comes from the true and living God. Biblical justice is informed by the law of God, as seen in Exodus, Leviticus, and Deuteronomy. The law of God most clearly manifested and revealed in the Ten Commandments, the first four instructing us to worship God rightly and only, the latter six saying, honor your father and mother, no murder, no adultery, which includes all sexual immorality perverting God's gift for biblical marriage, no stealing, no lying, no coveting. These are summarized in the greatest commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as you love yourself, as Jesus articulated in Matthew 22. Friends, justice is a command from God, not a suggestion or a mere good idea. True and biblical justice, though, is defined by God, not us. When it comes to justice, we must recognize and carry out what God has revealed. Human courts may often miss the mark, but God will not. And you can't just talk about justice without asking the question, who determines what is just? 
What is the standard to know what's right and fair? What is due or owed to each of us? And friends, God determines what is just. Any other option would be subjective chaos. The ultimate standard for what is right and fair is God's word. Anything else would be tainted by subjectivism and sin. People have equal rights of dignity and value, not by virtue of ethnicity, gender, talent, education level, or wealth. It comes from being made in the image of God, Genesis 1.27. And friends, the good news is there will be no injustice in the universe eternally. God will make all things right. True, final, and perfect eternal justice will be rendered by God to every single person after their death, Hebrews 9.27. Eternally, people will get what they deserve in hell's judgment, or they will receive grace, mercy, and eternal life through faith in Christ. If your understanding of justice doesn't find its foundation in God, it's built on sinking sand. Some people will try to tell you otherwise. Some people suggest that justice comes from natural law. There's just basic laws of nature. But if that was the case, others would just live by survival of the fittest. It would just be kill or be killed, get yours, and that's all that matters. Others may say it comes from the law of the land, but the law of the country is only right and true when it squares with the law of God, or else it's affirming, celebrating, or allowing something that God says is sinful, wrong, destroys human flourishing, and decries His glory. This country at one point legalized slavery. That didn't make it right. Still others may say justice and human rights are just social constructs for the betterment of humanity. But if that's the case, and if it's just what comes from the majority thinks is right for our betterment, then you would have no argument for when an evil group by majority vote chooses to do evil things, terrorism, slavery, or whatever other atrocity their view would bring about so-called the betterment of humanity. The objective standard for justice is only found from God and His Word. And some intellectuals may say rational choice gives you human rights and that sense of justice. But what about infants, those who lost their memory, those in a coma, or those who are mentally impaired? It's the Bible that speaks to all these scenarios, teaching that every person is made in the image of God and matters. Psalm chapter 9, verse 7 says, The Lord sits enthroned forever. He established His throne for justice. God cares about justice. He cares for the unborn. He cares for those with special needs, for refugees, for orphans, for widows and the elderly. God cares for those who suffer injustice. He cares for the promotion of true justice. God wills for justice in His creation, for human beings made in His image. And your delight in and desire for justice shows you to be an image bearer of God created by the God who is justice himself. So friends, you have to understand it's not enough or really possible to talk about justice without Christ because the ultimate root of injustice is the sin of humanity. And that points us to our need for the Savior. And the good news is the Savior has come to redeem, to restore, to make all things right, to make you right with God and right before God if you would trust him. So we've talked about what is justice. I want to speak to you now about the truth that Jesus is the foundation for biblical justice. 
Friends, Jesus is the embodiment of Micah 6, 8, that verse we read in the beginning. Jesus perfectly demonstrated justice, loved kindness, and walked humbly with the Father. His life was perfectly just. He always did what was right and fair. He never violated the law of love for God and neighbor. And we can't forget that King Jesus became a suffering servant and suffered unjustly. He was born into a poor family, persecuted from his birth, the eventual son of most probably a widow, the other in his empire and community, and he was eventually unjustly crucified by evil men. Christ not only identified with the marginalized, but became one of them. Jesus healed the sick, sought the outcast, helped the weak, and saved sinners. He validated the imprint of God's image in people. Isaiah 42 verse 1 prophesied plainly, Jesus came to bring justice to the nations. And before King Jesus eternally reigns over his kingdom with perfect justice, Jesus in his life beautifully displayed justice, not by punishing the wicked, but through taking their place. When Jesus died on the cross, it was in part, in major part, a matter of justice. As God's creatures, we owe Him worship, obedience, allegiance, and our greatest love. It's the just claim of God over us. But because we are sinners by nature and choice, we commit injustices against God and one another in our sinful rebellion. The just wages of our sin is death. That's what we eternally deserve. It would be unjust of God to just let your sin be thrown under the rug like it would be wrong for a judge to let a criminal just go free who harms your family. And there's no small sin because the God you sin against is not small. Every single sin has a just eternal price tag. But the good news of the gospel is that the wisdom, love, holiness, grace, righteousness, mercy, and justice of God came together on full display at the cross of Christ. 1 Peter 3.18 For Christ also suffered once for sin, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God. On the cross in great love, the righteous Jesus suffered for us, wicked sinners, so that through faith in him, we could be restored to God. 2 Corinthians 5.21, For our sake, God made him, Jesus, to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Friends, on the cross, a great exchange happened. Jesus took the penalty of our sin so that through faith in him, we could receive the eternal reward of his righteousness. Justice satisfied and grace magnified. In Romans 3, 21 through 26 teaches, through the cross and resurrection of Christ, God is both just and the justifier of all who believe in Jesus. God upholds his righteousness and displays his holy love, satisfies his justice, and extends his grace through Jesus. You can be forgiven, adopted, redeemed, and saved by God's free grace because Jesus paid it all. The good news of Jesus Christ is a message of holy love, mercy, and justice, amazing grace. We know true justice when we come to Jesus. We pursue true justice when we follow Jesus. We understand real justice when we know Jesus and see the world through the lens of his word. Jesus is the model and means for pursuing justice today. 
You become a beacon for biblical justice when you're born again and know Christ. And Christ not only saves us, but transforms his disciples to be ambassadors of his gospel in our God-given sphere of influence. You can try to change the world, but first be faithful where God has you as a messenger of the gospel, salt and light in this decaying and dark world, submitting to and advocating for justice as God defines it, promoting what God says is good, loving and praying for enemies, being slow to speak and quick to listen, caring for widows and orphans, championing life from the womb to the tomb, seeing people with dignity as image bearers of God before homeless or whatever circumstance or whatever the color of their skin, respecting and relating to people who don't look like you, showing mercy, being peacemakers, speaking up for the downtrodden, never celebrating, affirming, or defending sin, praying God's kingdom come and his will be done, and pointing people to the holy love of Jesus. If we're going to rightly pursue justice, biblical justice, we need biblical convictions, compassionate hearts, and wise action. And these three come together only through Christ. God's word defines justice truly. And only through Jesus Christ can you comprehend justice fully. Before you think about changing the world for justice, consider whether Christ has saved and changed you. Before you pursue being a warrior for justice, pursue salvation in Christ from the curse of eternal divine justice. Justice becomes good news for you only when understood with faith in Jesus. Proverbs 28.2 states, Evil people do not understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand it completely. So before you pursue being a social advocate, seek the Lord, and as He transforms your heart, let Him use you for His cause, His gospel, and His kingdom. Because King Jesus, the Lord of love and justice, is the only rock-solid hope for a truly just world. This has been the Christ Our Constant podcast, a production of Village Christian School in Los Angeles, California. Help us spread the word of Christ Our Constant, available wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back again soon with more devotional content, interviews, and much more.